everyone, this is Edison Vasquez at Cumbria. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, welcome to the Industrial Real Estate Podcast. Uh, this is episode 18, and today we are discussing how investors can differentiate when investing on industrial uh, real estate. Um, this is episode 18. Thanks for joining us and following us. Uh, you can always find uh, me on, on social media at, uh, on Instagram at Edison Industrial, on Twitter at Edison CRE and on LinkedIn at Edison Baskets PA. Also, please visit our website, warehousesmarket.com. You can find all information about our team, our services, and our listings. Uh, our team um, and I, we specialize on industrial real estate, uh, specifically in South Florida. Um, and But uh, we have clients all over the country. We have helped uh, different clients uh, across the country uh, through our networks of CCIM and, uh, and SIOR. So uh, we're happy to help all the customers uh, across the country. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for following us. Uh, today, episode 18, uh, how investors can differentiate uh, on industrial real estate. A very uh, important topic as industrial real estate has been uh, a very bright spot in the in this uh, crisis of uh, COVID-19. And uh, we see a lot of investors uh, that used to do retail or office moving to industrial real estate. You know, more investors than ever are looking at industrial real estate to diversify their investment. Uh, for small, from small to large investors, the industrial sector has got a lot of attention. Um, all these, along with uh, limited supply, makes it very competitive market. So it's important to investors are looking to get into this field to differentiate and consider carving different niches or concentrate on the specific sectors of the industrial real estate so they can maximize the returns. So, you know, so today we'll discuss some examples that, uh, that, that can serve us as a platform for, for investors uh, to consider when they're looking at industrial real estate or if you're in industrial real estate to how to better maximize your return and concentrate on specific sectors where you become a dominant figure in that, um, in that sector rather than having properties all across different boards and competing with a hundred other investors. So here are some uh, some points that uh, we have uh, that we suggest. Of course, there are many many sectors that uh, that investors can specialize. But these are some suggestions that that we think could be good alternatives for investors when they're looking at industrial uh, real estate. So <clears throat> number one is uh, cold storage, and um, um, our team has done numerous numerous transactions of of, in, of uh, cold storage, whether it's refrigerated for flowers. Uh, produce or similars or cold storage where it's freezer so uh, zero degrees uh, Fahrenheit is used for fish all um, type of cold, cold storage uh, meats and different things that need to be stored for a longer term so those are cold storage facilities and there are many there are uh, a few uh, investors who uh, are looking at cold storage and in the past uh, cold storage has not been a, a, an attractive uh, investment for um, the institutional REITs such as Prologis or First Industrial or Duke. Um, however, over the last two or three years uh, and even more over the last six months, we have seen numerous investors jump into the uh, cold storage um, sector and, and acquire and or develop even um, cold storage facility. Uh, we saw an, an investor here in South Florida Bridge. They're developing a cold storage facility uh, spec um, uh, development. 
So we see we see demand for that, and and so that's something that an investor looking to get into industrial real estate could take advantage and could dominate that that sector and be able to be competitive and acquire more properties and accumulate a large portfolio of uh, of cold storage. Uh, so these facilities are built, designed, custom made for the for the users, whether it's uh, flowers, produce, or 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 general cold storage. And, and they require longer longer term leases and longer investments which can help the, the investor. So this is one sector that um, could be a, a extremely bright spot and not all investors are looking at this yet. So, it's, so it could be a good opportunity for new investors or existing investors looking to expand more into the industrial real estate, looking to cold storage. Um, number two, um, small bay multi-tenant. Um, as as uh, you can probably imagine, if you've been in industrial real estate for some time, uh, the large institutions, the large investment investment funds, they looked at the typical industrial park, 180,000 square foot building, a single multi-tenant or even larger buildings across the country, and uh, 30, 32 clear with no minimum of nothing less than 50,000 square feet. So that's your your typical Prologis, your first industrial, your Duke companies that are looking at those portfolios. Um, and uh, for uh, other investors, uh, a small base, uh, and we're talking 1,000, 2, 3, 4, 5, even 10,000 square foot units can be a great alternative to differentiate yourselves and attract more deals that way. So um, you're not competing with the large Wall Street money, with the large investors. You have a, a dom- You can be a dominant uh, player in this sector while buying a small bay multi-tenant. It is management intensive, and we have seen, and there's a few REITs that specialize uh, on that. Uh, one of them, PS Business Parks, they, uh, across the country, they specialize on, on smaller type of tenants, small type of buildings, uh, multi-tenant buildings where they uh, lease those spaces out and they're, they're very successful at it. They have a great management, a great uh, system where they can uh, move those spaces quickly and at the same time uh, keep retain those tenants in the park or expand them as they grow. So those are, that's another uh, niche or, or concentration that investors can look at, uh, a small bay multi-tenant um, instead of competing with the larger investment funds. Uh, number three, uh, truck terminals. So truck terminals, um, if you've seen it on the highway, you've seen it off, off roads, are small buildings. It could be 15, 20,000 square feet on large parcels of land. It could be two, three, four, five, even 10 acres of land where it becomes a transfer station. And those typical truck buildings are, are cross dog or you'll see the dogs all across the building. They are uh, manufactured, they're built to as a transfer station. They're not storage. There's no, a lot of times there's no racking. It's a low ceiling, so it's not a, your typical building where it has 32 clear and um, racks. It's just a transfer where you have dogs all over the building and trucks and truck parking. Lots of truck parking, lots of trailer storage. Those are uh, truck terminals. Um, and um, they're very unique. So, it, it, and there are a few REITs that specialize on that. A uh, few investment funds that are looking to get into that, but it could be a good opportunity also for investors looking to diversify to get into these uh, truck terminals or something similar where you can buy a building with uh, uh, low lot coverage. So if you have a building that's 10,000 square feet and you have one acre or two acres, 
those buildings are are very unique and it will make you it will make you very very dominant and and competitive when uh, when uh, tenants are looking for that space so the tenant that's going to a space let's say a truck terminal or a building that has low lot coverage are not the same tenants uh, who will look at a prologis or first industrial uh, typical industrial park so you're not competing with that which makes it uh, more appealing and you can get a high rent or maximize the return by uh, leasing out those those spaces so that's another sector that investors can look into into diversified truck terminals or buildings with uh, low lot coverage um, lastly uh, very very hot in this market is truck parking uh, specifically in South Florida where we are landlocked and there's a limited supply of land um, a lot of the industrial land has been turned into development and in some cases industrial has turned into residential or office or other higher uses and so that has left a limited amount of land for truck parking and the trucks continue to move the trucks continue to come this way and they require parking they require maintenance they require storage so um, we have seen a few lots um, that have been turned into truck parking or truck storage, not necessarily fueling station, it's just uh, long-term parking or it could be medium-term parking a couple of days or even a month where they, um, they store the truck or trailers um, for some time. So that's another sector that can be uh, very attractive for, for investors, of course. The, there are barriers where you, could, you need to find the land and you need to develop it, get it permitted, um, drainage, lining, utilities. So it is a process. However, it can be profitable and it can be attractive in a way to to continue to be more competitive and attract more deals if you have specializing. Um, at the same time, it, <clears throat> it could turn into a business uh, with real estate where you uh, the investor can buy the land and at the same time run a business for truck parking. Or if uh, if the investor desires to concentrate only on real estate, they can develop the land, the parking, and, and a company can lease out the entire parking and rent out uh, spots, or a national company like uh, Penske or Ryder or even uh, car dealerships will rent out those, those parkings for longer term so they can store their cars. Um, again, this is very, very um, attractive in the, in the larger markets and markets where you have uh, low supply of land or there's constraints to development. So that's another way for investors to get into the industrial real estate. So these, these four sectors are, are the ones that we see very, very attractive, very competitive. Uh, there are many others that, that we could discuss, um, such as cannabis, uh, medical, or high-tech manufacturing. Um, but these are the four that I think we see opportunities and, and less competitive competition from larger investment funds that uh, investors looking to get into industrial real estate or already in the industrial real estate could take advantage and be and be uh, be profitable so they can maximize the returns. Uh, so hope this helps. Um, the next sector, the next section in our podcast is our feature property. Um, and we always try to feature one of our listings and let you know more about that. You can always visit our website at warehousesmarket.com and, and look at everything that we have listed there. We have warehouses from 4,000 to over uh, 100,000 square feet. And today we're featuring a property we have for sale. It's uh, located here in Doral, Florida, 7857 Northwest 46th Street. It's a warehouse condominium that is uh, 7,335 square feet, built in 2005, 
Class A fronting a main road, Norway 79th Avenue, uh, front entrance with uh, rear loading, uh, secure truck court, uh, non-shared truck court. There's only 11 units in this complex and they all share one truck court. So there's no other building behind it. So it's very private and exclusive. Uh, solid construction with tilt-up walls, 20, um, 20 um, roof. Uh, right now it's fully air conditioned, so a good opportunity for companies who need to be uh, use all the air condition. Uh, and it can also be used as a regular warehouse once that uh, AC um, space can be uh, removed. The asking price for this is $1,550,000 and it's fully available now. And one of our team members, including myself, are available to uh, show the space and walk you through the space anytime. It could be also be a great investment for investors looking to start into the industrial real estate or uh, looking to add to the portfolio of industrial real estate. It's a great facility that will keep its value and will continue going up as these developments are very hard next to impossible to replicate due to the land constraint that we, that we discuss. So again, this property is 7857 Northwest 46th Street. It's uh, 7,000 square feet uh, for sale and uh, we're asking $1,550,000 and we're happy to show it anytime. And you can find more information about this, download the brochure on our website, warehousesmarket.com. Um, and lastly, but not least, uh, we will give you our industrial tip for uh, on, on our podcast that we do every time. And since it's related to how can investors differentiate and trying to get deals and, and trying to land a deal, whether it's on market or off market, one thing uh, we recommend and we always uh, do with our investors is to constantly keep in touch with property owners, uh, whether it's on market or off market. And um, we um, uh, send offers every three to six months, uh, constantly remind them that we are available, we want to make make a deal, we want to uh, try to engage the, uh, the property owner into negotiation. So uh, if you send an offer or you send 20 offers or 30 offers and you only get one response, don't get discouraged. It, it, it just, it's, it's, it's a fact of the, of the market. However, keep after it, keep after the owners and continue to, to make offers. Again, every three to six months, make offers, uh, keep contacting them because there are opportunities and you want to be there for the right opportunity. So don't wait for the opportunity to come to you. Um, so if you're looking to specialize in something that's industrial real estate, one of the sectors that we describe, get the list of owners and make those offers and repeat that every three, six months. Repeat that until you get uh, uh, a couple deals and more responses. You can get to know the owners very well and they get to know you. They know that you are for real, that you're not just here one day and gone the next day. So you're constantly consistent and over the next couple of years you will get uh, a lot of deals and you'll be the you'll be the top of mind for for the owners when they are ready to sell sell the property so that's the tip that we can share and that we have experience and that we know it works with uh, with owners and uh, for investors looking to land the right deal uh, for the portfolio uh, again, thanks for watching us. Thanks for following us. Uh, thanks for leaving us your comments. A few of you have uh, left us your comments and we continue to improve as we get more feedback. We appreciate all of you watching us. Um, please uh, subscribe if you haven't done so on our Apple podcast. You can also watch us on Google, Google Play, uh, Spotify, and all the uh, podcast uh, platforms. You can also uh, look um, look at our, um, our website. We have all of our episodes there. You can go on under podcasts on our website 
and you can also watch us if you're watching us thank you very much you can uh, watch us on our youtube channel comreal.com slash i'm sorry youtube.com slash comreal edison and uh, you can watch all of our videos and podcasts there so thanks for following us please subscribe so you can get the latest the latest videos and latest podcasts that we post uh, and lastly, for myself, you can find me on, on social media, on Instagram at Edison Industrial, on Twitter at Edison CRE, on uh, LinkedIn, Edison Baskets PA. And always f uh, check our website for the latest listing. My name is Edison Baskets, uh, a part of the industrial team here in, in Comrail. Uh, our team specializes on sales and leasing of uh, industrial properties and land here in South Florida. And at the same time, we help customers across the country uh, through our network of, uh, of agents similar to us that can help clients um, find the right space across the country uh, and even across the world through CCIM and SIOR. So thanks for watching us. Uh, have a great day. Make it profitable. We'll see you next time. Take care.